Welcome to Turbo Pop, a podcast with interesting perspectives on pop culture news, television, movies, or whatever. Hosted by myself, Brandon Trainer, and my beautiful wife and co-host, Maria Trainer. Today, we're going to start by talking about TV and movies that we've been watching over the course of the last eight or nine months. Some of them we're going to be just hammering through, and some of them we might flesh out a little bit more. And again, our memory might be a little hazy on some of these, but we'll cover as much as we can. Yeah, I mean, full disclosure on my part, I pretty much blacked out 99% of the TV shows we watch, so you're going to be really carrying the weight on this section, babe. Yeah, we went through some some dark days there, so some of these might be a little hazy. We're going to kick it off with Wednesday, which was basically a national phenomenon. That we got on really late. <laughs> yeah, we were we were late to the party, but it was really good. The thing I remember the most about us watching Wednesday, we were in Delaware. Mm-hmm. We watched it. I was also mostly on my phone that entire time and not really paying attention to much and i was down a tiktok rabbit hole and i got obsessed with the exact mac lip liner that she wore in the show and we had to go to ulta just so i could buy that lip liner (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the the marketing worked (laughs) it did um and also i was in my like mild gothic phase at that point so yeah oh and speaking of tiktok there was the uh the Wednesday dance. The Wednesday dance craze. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. And uh, yeah, that was that was a time. It's hard to believe that was... This year? Yeah. It feels like it was about four years ago. Wild. Wild. But it was a very good show. I'm excited for season two. Mm-hmm. And I really like Jenna Ortega. Yeah, Jenna Ortega's great. I remember her... I, I remembered her from you. And um, She's going to be in the new Beetlejuice movie too. Yep. Yeah, she's really taken off. Mm-hmm. Though she is kind of playing the same, like, role, style role in everything. Maybe not in you. She's not as, like, she melodramatic. She was moody, though. She was moody, but not not the full Wednesday <laughs> melodramatic. Yeah. Which I would imagine the Beetlejuice role is going to be a little bit more like her Wednesday oh, role. Oh, yeah, because I'm, like, I'm pretty sure they said she's, like, basically, like, Lydia's daughter. Is melodramatic the right word? Could be. Very dry. Yes. Yeah, very, very dry and gloomy. But, you know, she makes it work. It's a mood. What's his name loves her? The Tim Burton. Tim Burton, yep. It's almost fall. That means it's almost time for me to pull out my Wednesday lip liner again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the time for Wednesday lip liner and... Should I dye my hair black again? Pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> Did you see Wendy's is making a pumpkin spice like latte flavored Frosty for the fall? I legitimately saw it on, like, Facebook today. I don't know. Random segue. I don't know if that's going to taste good or not, but we we, got to give it a shot, at least. Uh, You. I'm not a basic bitch. I hate pumpkin spice flavored things. I don't mind being a basic bitch every now and then. (laughs) That's all right. One of us has to be. Yeah. I'll give you the full review. (laughs) Other than that, right around the same time as Wednesday, we got into... Sandman. Sandman. Uh, We actually still have to finish that. I could not tell you a single thing from that show. Literally nothing. Yeah, that was not a Maria show. That was a Brandon show. It was very dark. And I was also in a very dark and gloomy mood at that point. So I'm pretty sure as like we were powering through that show, I was just deep. That's probably when I was researching my lip liner. 
I really enjoyed it. So I do plan on finishing it. And honestly, I don't think Maria would care if I finished it without her. We probably should just try and watch it again from the beginning. Maybe they'll actually watch <laughs> it this time. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, I hated everything. Yeah, yeah. That that was, uh, it really reflected our <laughs> mood at the time. Um, okay. Anyway. so I'm pretty sure we watched The Mandalorian around then. Or was that before then? Mandalorian season three. No, I think we watched that up here. Did we? I think so. Um, but no, anyway, did we watch it in Philly and Ronald McDonald? I don't know. All my time is bleeding together. But we can get into The Mandalorian now. So we watched the new season, season three. It was enjoyable. I'm going to dress up as Baby Yoda next time we go to Disney. When we go to Hollywood Studios. Really? Yeah, I couldn't find my Ewok ears, so I'll just get Baby Yoda ears. Oh, uh, that was super disappointing. So we went to Disney recently, and Maria... I decided to full-fledged dive into Disney bounding, which is basically when you dress in theme every day. And for Hollywood Studios, I had it in my head that I was going to get the really cute Ewok Mickey ears, and I dressed in Ewok theme, and then we couldn't find the Mickey ears, and I was very sad. They weren't anywhere. So, so then I was just very brown all day instead of being Ewok-themed. Yeah, but your your hair was kind of Oh, well, I had my Ewok-y. honey buns. Yeah. But, yeah, unfortunately, I guess you have to order those online. Sadly. Yeah. But, yeah, Mandalorian was good. Solid. I, You know, it's not Oscar-worthy, but it's a fun time. Anything with Pedro Pascal and Baby Yoda is Oscar-worthy in my book, okay? <laughs> True. Uh, so, segueing off of Pedro Pascal, we got The Last of Us, which was, I thought it was awesome. I loved it. A really fun fact about The Last of Us, our kittens are named, sort of, after the uh, main characters of Ellie and Joel. Yep, Ellie and Jolie. I, when I met the kittens right before we fostered them, they were laying on an elephant blanket, so I named one of them Ellie in my own head. They had the stupidest foster names of all time. And when I came home with them, I said to Brandon, okay... I named this other one Jolie because you like The Last of Us and I thought you would like that and they just stuck. So now we have Ellie and Jolie. Yeah, much better than their foster names of Yin and Yang, which was really difficult to call them communicating with the foster agency. Yeah, I still, I don't even know which one was which. I think Jolie was Yang and Ellie was Yin. This freaking puppy. (laughs) It's going to be like this every episode. Dude. She's brutal. She's she's really mad at us. We only stare at her 23 and a half hours of the day instead of 24. It's basically abuse. Yeah, pretty sure she's been acting out since we got these kittens. They've demanded a little bit more attention from us. And sort of, but not really because she has been involved in all of the kitten activities. So Yeah, but she still sees them as a as a cuteness threat yeah exactly that's that's a good way to put it and the kittens are terrified of her oh yeah which is kind of funny (laughs) um but the last of us was great yeah so the last of us was was great pedro pascal and i can't remember bella ramsey previously in game of thrones and that's when she really kind of made a name for herself was on that show but she did really well. Yeah, she was amazing. Um, I'm really excited for the next season. You know, obviously it's a zombie show. 
but not as many zombies as I would have expected. Did we ever talk about the ending of Walking Dead? I can't remember. Well, The Walking Dead ended, and we really liked that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Walking Dead ending was good. But anyway, Last of Us, it really did a good job in fleshing out the characters. And Well, you played the video game, watch. so... Yeah, I did play... I played the first one. I actually didn't beat it. But I don't really have time to There's always next any, time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway... Also, recently, we um, binged... You, I think, was next. Oh, yeah. You, season four. Uh, that was... I barely remember you, season four. Honestly, I barely remember it. Hold on. I'm going to get this dog. Hold on. <laughs> she's probably just going to start beating me. Oh, thank God. She's laying down. Oh, thank God. Good girl. She's Lulu. laying down. Good girl. Okay. Good puppy. Moving on. <laughs> what were we talking? You uh, season four. So yes. I honestly don't really remember much of it either. I know it took place overseas this time. Yes. And some stuff happened. I know we liked it. Yeah, I think th- that's one that we're just gonna hammer through and not really talk about. It was good though. I, I and we have we have the it. new season, the last season, twenty twenty four. Oh, the final season's coming mm-hmm. up. Okay. After that, I believe that's when we picked up Ted Lasso. I think we watched Beef first. Okay, Beef. So, Beef was awesome. It was, um, it, yeah, it was fantastic. I mm-hmm. loved it. Has Glenn from The Walking Dead, what's his name? I cannot remember. And um, Ali Wong, who and I Ali love. Wong. She's so funny. But they were a great combo. So, you know. The, we should watch one of her comedy specials. Yeah. I've watched them, but I don't think you ever have. Yeah, I've never really been a big comedy uh special guy me either but i just heard hers was very funny and i liked it when i watched it all right so we'll have to check it out but it was awesome basically it pits those two against each other so the show starts as this crazy freaking road rage incident and it evolves into them just having it out for each other and this big back and forth battle that just escalates and escalates and escalates over the course of the season. And I'm not going to give away anymore, but definitely worth a watch. Great show. And it's supposed to be like a one and done show. They never had plans for a second season, but I kind of really hope they do. Yeah. Because I loved it. It's a good, satisfying, bite-sized show. Yeah. But if they do end up... uh, producing a second season i will definitely be watching that moving on ted lasso i love ted lasso ted lasso was good uh i'm not gonna lie i think the third right there's three seasons of ted lasso i I think it was the third third season didn't quite have the same magic magic as the first two but overall very good kind of like a feel-good show yeah i was so good i would put it Kind of in the same category as like The Office, Parks and Rec. This kind of like feel good, slice of life kind of shows. I kind of think Ted Lasso's better. Well, it's definitely better production value Mm -hmm. than those shows, right? Like it's... Well, yeah. Those shows are more sitcom-y, but maybe in the general vibe. Either way, I still loved it. Right. Very good. I identify with Roy. Roy Kent. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's my spirit animal. (laughs) I think he's a lot of people's spirit animal. Okay. Pretty Little Liars. 
So I had previously watched Pretty Little Liars years ago and never finished it. So I never found out who A was. And I never watched Pretty Little Liars because at the time, I remember thinking it seemed like a knockoff version of Gossip Girl, and I was a Gossip Girl diehard fan. Oh, and for those of you who don't know, A is the overarching villain of the series. And you don't know who it is, and you don't really find out who it is until the very end. But that's one... That's gotta... It's it's such a long and serious undertaking. It's kind of gotta be one of your background shows or oh yeah yeah i mean we kind of just have it on and you don't really yeah like me and gilmore girls exactly i have like two episodes left of this season i am re-watching gilmore girls for like the fifth time right now gilmore girls is like my comfort show brandon knows that if i start watching gilmore girls i'm probably in a bad mood (laughs) yep yeah and as far as pretty little liars first things first the acting is really not good. Okay, you're not watching this for the acting or... They try. Yeah, they they try. But you know what? It's, it's good, mindless fun. Uh, okay, so moving and on. And out of that, Shay Mitchell got really famous and now she has an amazing bag line. So there's that. True. Yeah, yeah, so she's really successful now. Um, also had an appearance on the first season of You. Yes. And she was in Dollface, which that ended really abruptly, but I loved that show, too. That was on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. I I never saw that, but... You probably saw it in bits and pieces when you're coming home from the gym. That was one of my shows I watched while you were at CrossFit, when we were back home in Scranton. Okay. A long time ago. People listening to this probably think we have a TV problem. <laughs> um, no comment. Which... I can say... Pretty heavily. I don't know if I've ever watched as much TV as I do now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, video games go down. TV has gone up, I would say, (laughs) probably proportionately. I Um, need to get back in. You need to play more video games so I can start reading again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, lately I've been getting into uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Which has been fun, but... I mean, I haven't been playing any Call of Duty. I gotta, I gotta hit up, gotta hit up the dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now we're on Gossip Girl, which after that was our our trade off. Right. Brandon wanted to watch Pretty Little Liars, and I said, "Okay, we'll watch Pretty Little Liars as long as as soon as Pretty Little Liars is over, we could watch Gossip Girl, and then we could compare." Yeah, so we're in the middle of that right now. Yes, like, we just started season three. Right. There's six seasons. I, mm-hmm. now having watched Pretty Little Liars, to do my own comparison, I hold true to what I originally said. Gossip Girl is by far superior. <laughs> Same network. Yeah. I mean, they some of the actors overlapped. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, very enjoyable so far. So what do you think so far? Pretty Little Liars or Gossip Girl? I will say Pretty Little Liars holds a special place in my heart. We're a house okay. divided. We will see how I feel at the conclusion of Gossip Girl. <laughs> I need to bring my headbands back. Gotta go back to my Blair Waldorf style of 2007. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
Oh, and lastly, we did not cover this uh, Silo, which was an Apple TV original, which we Apple lo- TV has like the best shows. They always do, really. I uh, highly recommend Apple TV. But Silo was fantastic. Rebecca Ferguson, I love her and everything she does. So I kind of already knew I, I was going to yeah. like this show. And it did not disappoint. Basically, the premise is the world is in a state of... Post-apocalyptic. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a post-apocalyptic scene where basically outside is uninhabitable. So humankind is now constrained to this man-made silo. We don't know how it was built, why it's there, what happened, like why the world outside ended. And there's a lot of conspiracies with the government of this silo and it's it's a really good show highly recommend if you like a good sci-fi you will be obsessed with this show yeah on to movies yeah on to movies uh before that uh i know we want to start watching the witcher soon season three It, it, it already came out but we haven't started it yet and I know that this is, what's his name, last season? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's last season. He's being taken over by? Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. So that will... We shall see. That's going to be very... I mean, I don't know. I've You've played the video game, so you have the, the full background, but I just can't imagine anyone else in that role besides Henry Cavill. It's also, I wonder how they're going to handle the transition from one actor to the other. Is it going to be like... Oh, the Witcher had to get freaking facial reconstructive surgery. Yeah, like and he like downsized his body mass. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how they're going to handle that. But from what I've seen, and I've tried to stay away from reviews to not give myself any spoilers, but there seem to be mixed reviews. On the last season? On this most recent well, season. yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything, so. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I mean, we'll we'll watch it and... We'll see it for ourselves. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to movies. Yes. We've we've seen a good number of movies recently. I'm really proud of us. You okay? Oh, yeah. I was just checking the time, making sure that it's still recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, she's like... I think she's scratching the laundry room the door fridge. now. Yeah. <coughs> Lulu. All right. We've seen a good amount of movies, uh, starting with Avatar. Actually, we saw the menu first. Oh, we saw the menu. Yeah, first? Yeah, because I was still pregnant. Okay. All right. So we saw. I remember that was the one. That was the first time I started getting contractions at the movie theater, and I got panicked. Yeah, dude, that was wild. <laughs> yeah, Maria could not sit in a movie theater without almost going into labor. It was real weird. And as soon as we got up, I would be fine. But it was like being con- confined to that one space for too long. Oh, yeah. I had my contraction timer out. I think it was during the menu because I was seeing how close together they were getting because I'm like, is my water about to break? Yeah, that was a little Spoiler freaky. alert, it didn't. It did not. <laughs> um, but the menu was good. Um, Enjoyable. Voldemort was... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was the head chef in that movie, and that was a good movie. Avatar, what's the new Avatar called? Say Avatar. 
something the way, the way of, of water. The, water. the way of water? Yeah. Yeah. Really long movie. Like over three hours, I think. Full disclosure. So when Brandon and I saw this movie, we were exhausted. We also went to see it at 10 o'clock at night because it was the only movie slot I told Brandon I was okay with leaving the hospital for. And I fell asleep in the middle of the movie in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... <laughs> it had no no reflection on the movie. I was just that tired. <laughs> you know, everyone knows about Avatar. I feel like we don't really need to talk about that one all that much. But if you like action, sci-fi, kind Flight of... Flight of Passage is my favorite ride at Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we finally got to go on that one. That's that, Yay, that's Avatar. a tough ride to get on. But we did it. Loved it. It was worth mm-hmm. standing in line for, what, like an hour and a half? I think so. That was kind of insane. Uh, okay. Devotion. That was the first movie we saw on our list of things because... No, no, the menu was first and then Devotion because Devotion came out... I think you were also getting contractions. Yeah, because I well, I ended up having Maverick two days later. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Joe so. Jonas was in that movie, and that is why I enjoyed it. The yeah. end. That's all you need. That's all. Yeah. Oh, and Glenn Powell was in it too. Oh yeah, yeah. Glenn Powell. You know, he does a he does a great naval aviator. I love Glenn Powell so much. <laughs> He's funny as hell. Uh, what was the freaking show? Chad Radwell. Yeah, he was Chad Radwell. Scream Queens. Yeah, he was Chad Radwell in Scream Queens, and he's freaking hilarious. I love him. (laughs) Okay, what else we got? We saw Megan. Megan. There was a lot of hype around Megan. I didn't really think it was worth the hype, to be honest with you. No, I'm glad we watched it, like, at home, on the couch, like... I mean, it was fine. We didn't pay anything for it. Like, we just streamed it. And yeah, it was it was a f- okay movie. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it wasn't anything to write home about, to be honest. I it, Maybe it was more popular with younger generation. Maybe. But, I mean, it was okay. Mm-hmm. But that was it. Yeah. Super Mario. This movie, I think out of all of the movies we've seen surprised me the most we definitely went to see it because it was the only new movie out like that weekend yeah they had very good timing with this movie release so it was like oh, okay we'll go see it whatever i freaking loved it it was so cute and i cannot believe i'm saying that about a mario movie but it was adorable yeah it was it was good it was very enjoyable and uh Charlie Day is in it, and I love that man so much. Oh, yeah, so I forgot. <laughs> Charlie Day is Luigi. Chris Pratt is Mario. Chris Pratt is Mario didn't even annoy me as much as I thought it was going to. Who did Bowser? That was Jack Black. Jack Black, and then Peach? Um, Anya Taylor-Joy. Right. Yep. So it was a very enjoyable, cute movie. Yeah, like I definitely thought it was just going to be like, oh, whatever, we're just getting out of the house. And it actually ended up being a really, really enjoyable movie. Much better than the last Mario movie, which I actually, I'm pretty sure I actually loved that movie as a kid, but apparently it was terrible. We're like, what, seven? (laughs) Yeah, so I I think like, you know, you just 
throw any Mario movie in front of a seven-year-old and they're just going to love it no matter how bad it is. And that was definitely me. I think Lulu has moved on from annoying us to annoying the kittens. Yeah, this this dog is restless. <laughs> After Super Mario, we definitely took a turn with this next oh, movie. Oh, dear God. Who's the actor in this movie? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Big name, Joaquin Phoenix. And there were there were a few other big names in this movie, too. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember who, but yes. But basically... The movie is called Bo is Afraid. And from the trailers, it looked like a horror movie, like a psychological right. horror movie. So I was like all in, like, this is going to be a great movie. I don't know if you want to go first or you want me to go first with, with reviews. Okay. Mine go, is short. I'll go first. I'll go first. So the movie, it's different. It's a different <laughs> movie. That's putting a very nice line. It's It's definitely weird. I will say it's a pretty long movie, actually. I'd say it's around... It was like three hours. Yeah, it was like two and a half, three hours. The first hour of the movie was basically... It was frustrating. But then the movie kind of evolved and got better. So I would say overall, I'd say it's a solid movie and very well done, I will say. But that first hour of the movie was just... The first hour of the movie... It was so stressful and infuriating. It wasn't even stressful. It was just so freaking weird and just... For lack of better, like, it wasn't, like, an intriguing weird. It was a boring weird. And, like, I don't know. My personal review of the movie is it is the second weirdest movie I have ever seen in my entire life. They're pretty neck and neck with each other, and I did not enjoy it at all. What's what's the other movie? The Lighthouse, which is also another movie you made me watch. <laughs> yeah, I make Maria go and see some pretty weird movies. But this movie, it was definitely psychological, it's it, two hours and 59 minutes. If you're going to see this movie, be prepared for a full experience. Or, you know, just save yourself the sanity and skip it. <laughs> I'm personally glad I saw it. However, maybe not a date night movie. That is three hours of my life. I will never get back. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Though, out of the two strange movies you had me see recently, I will say that was the more tolerable one. Really? Yes. So, I guess we can kind of go into the next... We kind of, like, alternated, like, Brandon movie and Maria movie. We saw Bo's Afraid, then we saw The Little Mermaid, but before we talk about that, let's talk about Asteroid City, just since we kind of already mentioned mm-hmm. it. So, we saw Asteroid City... It's the newest uh, Wes Anderson movie. A lot of huge names in this movie. Yes. Which I thought it was going to be so good because of that. And the reason I will say I Bo was afraid was more tolerable, I guess is the right word, than Asteroid City. Bo was afraid was weird the whole freaking time. I had pretty much no idea what was going on until the end but like I was able to like kind of grasp that you know we were seeing things like through his mind and like you know why it was so strange asteroid city just was weird and I to this day have no idea what the movie actually was about and I think that's why I prefer because Bo was afraid at least I knew why it was weird even though I didn't enjoy it For those of you familiar with Wes Anderson, you probably understand a little bit what Maria's talking about. His movies are a little more artsy than most. You also said that it was probably the worst Wes Anderson movie you've ever seen out of all of his. Yeah, it wasn't. I I had higher hopes for it. 
it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Like, I definitely enjoy most of Wes Anderson's movies more than Asteroid City. I feel like as soon as the movie was over, I, like, turned to him and I was like, okay. Yeah, and uh, I was trying to rationalize. I was like, okay, I got to show you some other Wes Anderson movies to, like, make up for this one. Because he does have good movies. That well, are- yeah, I've heard he's an amazing filmmaker. That's... It just, it wasn't. And he's one of those directors, I think at this point, there were so many big names in this movie. And I think it's because there's a lot of actors kind of clamoring to get into his movies. Yeah. I just felt like there wasn't a point to the movie. And I just. Yeah, like Margot Robbie was in this. um, Scarlett Johansson, Tom Hanks. um, Well, I think Tom Hanks. Steve Carell. Tom Hanks is in almost all of Wes Anderson movies. Um, What's his name? Jason Schwartzman. Uh. Who was from Jurassic Park? He was the alien. Oh. oh Jeff Goldblum. Yes, Jeff Goldblum. And that's just for starters. There were so many big names in this movie. But anyway, moving on. The Little Mermaid. I went into it a little afraid just because I am a Disney purist, for lack of better words. I want to see my live actions basically frame by frame of the cartoons. And I was just, you know, Beauty and the Beast was excellent. But then, like, what's another one we saw that I hated? Um, Like, you know, Aladdin, like, Cinderella. They just, you know. They change up a lot of the plot. Yeah, and- it just, it didn't, you know, live up to... The hype for me. but So I went into The Little Mermaid nervous. Cautiously optimistic. Yes. But all of the preview... And when more, more and more trailers started coming out, I'm like, okay. It looks like they're staying very true to the movie I love. And as a small child, I burnt out one of my VHS tapes of The Little Mermaid. Like, I had head-to-toe Ariel everything. Like, to this day, still my favorite Disney movie. So I I have a really, really high bar. And I cried three different times during the movie. It was... Oh, I think even I cried. It was fantastic. It was so freaking... It was better than even, you know, my high expectations for it. Um, They did change little things here and there to make it more, you know, updated, more... More, like, modern. Yes. And even those changes they made... They were, like, so appropriate within, like, the original story. There was one song that they added that I thought was god-awful. Oh, I Everyone thought that was god-awful. It was actual pain. And it also doesn't help that it was Scuttle and Sebastian singing, and Scuttle, Sebastian, and Flounder were terrifying looking. Yeah, and they were, like, rapping. Dude, it was just... It, it was, was bad. No, no good. Other than that, the movie was fantastic. And I really liked that in this version, they, like, fleshed out Prince Eric as a person and, like, made him a human being, not just, you know, like a little window, like a mannequin. Right. But the movie was excellent, and it's out to stream now, and I'm really mad that I haven't streamed it again yet because I freaking loved it. So Lin-Manuel Miranda, he updated the soundtrack. And I think... He does well to a point with these soundtracks, but for me, and this is coming this from stuff, people. I mean, I'm 
speaking for both of us, kind of, but, you know, I loved Hamilton. Hamilton was freaking amazing. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Hamilton's great. He did the Moana soundtrack. He did Encanto, which wasn't necessarily my cup of tea, but I know people <laughs> love that freaking movie. And I, mean, I, I didn't hate it, but I just, I'm going to start singing. We don't talk about Bruno like while you're sleeping tonight. So anyway, so now they have Lin-Manuel Miranda doing basically every Disney movie. And I'm kind of all of them sound all of his songs are starting to sound exactly the same. Yeah. So I think I think he, that sound is kind of worn out at this point, And I think they need to move on. And I just don't want to see like rapping in The Little Mermaid. But other than that, it was amazing, and I need to watch it again just for fun, and yeah, it was overall one of the best movies I've ever seen, again. Aw, I'm glad. Baby Marie is very happy with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely got you with the nostalgia factor. Oh yeah, I was sobbing. Actually, at one point, I think I was like hyperventilating. I was crying so hard. (laughs) It was a problem. All right, so lastly, we have... Barbie and Oppenheimer were released on the same weekend and we we saw both of them not yes. not not on the same weekend. We started We really wanted to and I don't know why we didn't. I think we're just busy and Oppenheimer's also well actually it's not it wasn't cuz we long. talked about doing the double feature of going to see Barbie in the afternoon and then literally just walking over to the Oppenheimer theater. Right. But we started with Barbie. Very enjoyable. Loved it. Apparently, kind of controversial in its social message, mm-hmm. but I thought it was freaking hilarious. It was great. Yeah, so that was that was a a really good movie. That the Ken and Barbie those are going to be the Hall- Halloween costumes of the season. Which makes me really sad because I totally want to dress you as Mojo Dojo Casa Ken. Oh, dude, I'd be, be all hilarious. about. I would be all about that. But they're but gonna be everywhere. The only thing holding me back is that everyone else is gonna be freaking doing you it. You could be Mojo Doja Casa Ken, and I could be a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that way, we're not Ken and Barbie. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, you probably won't get that reference. But just just go see it. You'll you'll get it. Right, and also as a girl who was, to put it mildly, obsessed with Barbies, I probably had like upwards of three hundred. As a child, like, I had a problem. It was so much fun to, like, see some of the old Barbies, like, 300 Barbies? You don't understand. I had so many. Dude, that's That I amassed over years. Wow. And then I was getting, like, the collector Barbies that I wasn't supposed to take out of the box, and then I would take out of the box anyways. And, like, light their hair on fire? No, I didn't light anyone's hair on fire. Okay. I really didn't have any weird Barbies. (laughs) Surprisingly. (laughs) You didn't try to... Like, put makeup on them or oh, anything? Oh, yeah. Well, unfortunately for me, I did that to my American Girl doll because its face was bigger. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but yeah. But yeah, it was, it was like, fun to see. Like, oh, my God, I had that Barbie. I had that Barbie. I loved that Barbie. Yeah. And it was it was hilarious. Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling. Ryan uh, Gosling. Will, uh Farrell. Yes. Ryan Gosling was the best part of the entire movie. He was so freaking funny. He really was. And, you know, as far as, like, the social issues are concerned, basically, Ryan Gosling, he discovers patriarchy, which is this foreign concept to all the Ken dolls. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but... Yeah. I, again, even, like, you know, from, like, you know, the women's rights, like, I guess is that the right way to put it? Like... Right. Like, you know, 
concept of the movie, I loved all. I mean, you know, there were a couple of times I looked over at you and I was like, mm, yep. The overall consensus is that people love the movie. I think there's just a few stale eggs, you know? Yeah, no, I thought it was fantastic. I It lived up to all the hype. I would go see it again. I loved it. Yep. And last but not least, we just saw Oppenheimer this past week. Yes. And I thought it was very good. Yeah. I, so I actually just read. I mean, I think, Christopher Nolan, you can't go wrong with him. It was either this morning or yesterday that Oppenheimer is the highest grossing movie of all time not to top the box office. Oh, because Barbie? Barbie, yep. yeah. Yeah, so really it was just like two heavy hitters, Barbie and Oppenheimer, and uh, they both did very well. Um, you know, I love any movie directed by Christopher Nolan, and what's his name? I'm not sure where you're going What's the... What's the uh, lead actor in Oppenheimer? Uh, Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. He has such a weird name. Mm. I, it's just hard for me. Okay. Anyway, he was he was fantastic. My personal favorite part of the movie was the fact that Josh Hartnett was in it. I don't, oh yeah. I don't. Was he like doing press? Because I did not realize he was in the movie, and I my brain like kind of broke a little bit when I saw him on screen. Yeah, I hadn't seen him in anything. I loved him in that movie, 30 Days of Night. Mm. Uh, great movie. But yeah, he I hadn't seen him in anything in a long time. I was very happy to see him mainstream again. I had a big crush on Josh Hartnett as a preteen. Were there any other actors in that movie that I'm forgetting about? Like There noteworthy? were so many. Well, yes. I'm, I'm trying to think. There's a lot of faces in that movie that you recognize. You're like, oh, I know that guy from that show or that movie. And I ended up having to IMDb search a lot of different people. Gary Oldman was in it. Oh, Gary Oldman. Yep. Um, Rami Malek was in it for like two seconds. Oh, yeah. Um, there was the guy. Um, shoot. There was a guy from Passengers in it. One of the bad guys from Passengers. Or not. No, not Passengers. Prisoners. Did not see that movie, so. Also another great movie. Tony Goldman was in it. He was President Fitz in Scandal, and I loved him, so I was super excited to see him in a big movie. Um, Let's see. Oh, Kenneth Brogna. Professor Lockhart from Harry Potter. Oh, right, right, right. Anyway, ton of big names. Very good movie. Good time. Highly oh Florence Pugh was in it too. Oh yeah. But yeah, highly recommend if you haven't seen it, which I highly doubt. I feel like we're like the last people on the planet to have seen it. Yeah, but who knows? If you haven't seen it, it's worth a watch. Most of these movies are all worth a watch. As we said, some of them might not be everyone's cup of tea. Some of them are. <laughs> you know, I feel like the you know, going back to Bo's Afraid and Asteroid City and all that. The psychological, artsy, thriller type movies. Actually, really, that's just Bo is Afraid. You got to be in the right mindset for that kind of movie. And you got to go into it open-minded. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well put. Yeah. But anyway, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Turbo Pop. Please give us a review. 
if you're listening on if Spotify or listening to this yeah, anymore. if anyone's listening to this, give us a review. We'd appreciate it. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Turbo Pop Podcast. And again, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>